Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Blame Sabermetrics podcast. I am Brandon Slofeld. Here with me, as always, is Evan Culbertson. Hello, Brandon. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty well. Double digits. We did it. We finally did it. Took us long enough, but... I know. Exciting. I'm uh, excited. Me too. I feel like we're, like, officially a podcast now. We made it to 10 episodes. I know. We're real. Before we were fake, now we're real. Uh-huh. We're a realist. So, uh, what's, uh, what's exciting going on this week? The avalanches. They're back. Anything can happen. It's 2016. Prince is dead. Bowie is dead. The avalanches are back. What a year. I didn't expect that, that news, that they have a new album coming out, but it's pretty, pretty exciting. The song is amazing. The song's fantastic. I love it so much. I can, it's like, it's, it's kind of like obnoxious a little bit, you know, like the sample, like how they use it as a beat and everything is a little obnoxious, but like, I just love it. Like, I think it's fun. Danny Brown and MF Doom are both really good on it though, so. I agree. Hopefully this means, I don't know, Danny Brown is doing like some festival dates later this year. I think he's playing, he's doing Rhinefest in, in Denver and apparently his album's done, so. Oh. I need That's a cool. new Danny Brown album in my life so bad. I missed him. All right. So what about you? What's going on? What's going on in your life? Uh, not a lot. The most exciting news for me today is the speculation slash report that Brie Larson might end up being Captain Marvel in the new Captain Marvel movie, which is really exciting because, I mean, that movie was probably going to be good anyway, but Brie Larson is an American treasure. I just actually binge-watched all of the United States of Terra, which she's in, like last weekend. And I love Brie Larson, and she's going to be on posters for the next decade of Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, I have, like, literally, like, zero opinion either way. Because before we started recording, you you mentioned it or whatever, and I was like, oh, she's in she's in BoJack, right? And you're like, no, that's Alison Brie. And I was like, oh. Completely different person. <laughs> yeah. I just saw, when I was, I Googled her or whatever before we started, and I saw she was in, she was in Sleepover which is, like, just a really terrible movie from 2004, and it has, like, Alexa Vega, who was in Spy Kids in it. <laughs> all right. And that's all I know about her. It I have just, never shows, heard of Sleepover. Yeah. It just tells you a lot about my taste. <laughs> Clearly. Anyways, this terrible, terrible teen comedy is about white girls running away for a night. You don't know the star of Room, who just won a freaking Academy Award for it, and yet, you know all about Alexa Vega movies from 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't really have the attention span for to watch movies or anything like that. I get kind of, like, uncomfortable in my seat a little bit. Oh, you know, God. which is weird because I can watch, like, a two-and-a-half-hour baseball game. But, like, if you put me in a dark theater for an hour and a half, like, I just get, like, my palms get really sweaty. It's weird. Even though I did, even though I did watch Civil War. I saw it twice in theaters, and now it's like five hours total, so I don't know. I'm just weird. Well, that's a good transition, because it's a good thing that we have a baseball podcast and not a movie podcast. Uh, yeah, that's true. See what I'm talking about baseball? I guess. All right. I feel like that happens every episode, you know? Like, we, we banter for a while, and it's like, oh, so I guess yeah. we're just talking about baseball now? But Yeah, I got plenty to say. Go for it. So uh, let's start with Dustin Ackley mascot of this podcast had season-ending shoulder surgery and uh just wanted to, to mention that up top as a little in memoriam for a terrible player who won't be playing anymore this season that we love though love him dearly mm-hmm. it's been a 
the last two years combined, it's been whopping negative one war. Yeah. You know, maybe we should have, um, you know, this is like the third iteration of this podcast, but like my former partner, Ian Barczewski, we should have him on to like do a, uh, a real in-depth on what's probably, I don't know. I can't see Ackley bouncing back from this, right? Like, Yeah, the shoulder is like, it's a big thing he tore his leg from. Like, he'll, he'll come back, he'll try to play it, but he's probably never good again. Probably not. Not that he has been... Well, really. he was he was his rookie year. Yeah, but like... And 2014, he was really good. Really good seems like a he, stretch. He was two wins. That's not really good. I mean, it's... Okay, it's good. Like, he was a good player. Like, you'd want him on your team. When you draft a player at the second pick, mm-hmm. you really expect a lot more than uh, one season of two wins. Well, he did have one season well, of three yeah. wins, too. Okay, yeah. And one of 1.6, and one of 0.9, and then the last two years have just been shit. Yep. Speaking yeah. of uh, players on the decline, though, who are now injured, today the news came out that David Wright's going to be having, like, neck, maybe neck surgery, but maybe just sitting out for two months. Yeah, that's sad. He had, I think he got, like, a quarter zone shot or something like that to see if he could push mm-hmm. through it, and then it just hasn't, didn't work. Makes his, me sad. His inability to stay healthy is, like, pretty sad. It's mm-hmm. not quite, like, Tulowitzki level. Yeah. <laughs> but still, he is a it's really, really talented player who could have been something really great. He was really great, too, and then he just can't stay healthy. His last, like, now, like, three seasons now, he's just been... Yeah. I guess there's, like, 2011 in there, too, where I think he missed some time. It's a shame. Yeah, what could have been. Still has, like, 53 wins total. I mean, that's close to a Hall of Famer. But, I mean, it's not really ending well. Yeah, I can't imagine him getting there at this point. Mm-hmm. It'll be close. I'm sure there might be a little push for him in 10 years. God, don't you love uh, the sounds of Chicago? Yeah, me too. Can you hear those sirens in the background? The city just can't <laughs> wait to get in on our podcast. I know. It's an occupational hazard. It's all right. Yeah, we'll live. So... This episode, now that we've bantered about dead players, uh, <laughs> that's really grim. I apologize. <laughs> close um, to dead. Uh, Oscar Tavares just actually died like two years ago, so I really, really shouldn't be making jokes like that. Uh, I feel really bad. I miss Oscar. <sighs> yeah. Okay, let's, let's spring up now the middle a little I'm, bit. Now that I'm depressed, uh, I have a lot of questions for you this episode. Great. And my first question for you is... Mookie Betts. Is he the new Miguel Cabrera? Um, um, wow, you're really putting me on the spot here. I'll just say yes. Screw it. He yes. is, he is, yeah. So I for uh, context, he has five homers in his last two games. Uh, he's a top ten player in, in baseball by war this season. And, yeah, I mean, we've talked before about how underrated he is, that you know, the Red Sox were so bad last year and his his star season got overlooked, but he's killing it. I know. He's actually top top twelve, if you want to be specific. Oh. Well, that's just fangraphs for, but yeah. A lot of ties in there too. Yeah, a lot of ties. There so. is like a giant tie for like eleventh. So he's on pace for something like forty three home runs this year. <laughs> that seems a little high. Well yeah, we did just have like this toward week where it was just 
home run after home run. What uh, what do you think his home run total is? Obviously, he provides a lot of value. Thirty-six. I would say thirty. Okay. Uh, because again, I don't think that he needs to slug a ton to be great, but okay. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say thirty-six. Somewhere, somewhere around there. I mean, clearly, mm-hmm. he's gonna be knocking him in. They play some games at Yankee Stadium. I think he'll get the thirty-six. That's true. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Okay, with the next question. <laughs> okay. The next item is that the Nationals called up Trey Turner, who we also have been talking about in our previous podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. And my question for you is, what do you think Trey Turner's end-of-season MLB batting line is? 279. Three, thirty-six, four, twenty. Blaze it. That's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and then you at first, and then it, then it registered in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's probably. That he's seems, been, that seems fair. He's been crushing AAA though. Yeah. He's currently hitting a three ten, three seventy six, four seventy two, and running a ton. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting. I mean, like, we knew he was coming up eventually. The Nationals are really good right now. They don't necessarily need a boost. No, I think this is just like, okay, like, let's see what you can do. Like, they're perfectly fine in their division right now. Right. I mean, granted, Espinosa and Steven Drew have been not hitting at all. But No. This, that's being nice. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm really excited for him to be up. We have two of the top prospects up now uh, in him and Urias, who we're going to talk about next, but I don't know. The Nationals are maybe actually going to play to their expectations that they haven't been the past few years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, their playoff odds are, like, right on 90% right now, so I think it's just kind of like a why not thing. Like, why not? They don't, like, they don't need the boost, but I mean, it's just, it's getting to the point where he's just almost wasting his time in AAA. Right. Uh, do you know when the Super 2... Uh... June 1st. Oh, say. So we're right June past 1st it. or 2nd? Yeah. But, I mean, he had the service... T- he had, like, 45 days last year. So, like, regardless right. of how much he plays this year, they still have him through 2022? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Okay, now that uh, Super 2 has passed, do you think we're going to see Glasnow soon? That wasn't one of my official questions. I was just... Tyler um, Glasnow for the Pirates. I'd say within two weeks. Him or okay. Tylon. If that's yeah. how you say his last name. I don't know. I think Kalon? it's Tyon. I don't Tyon? know. Okay. Pronunciations yet again. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the Pirates are pretty desperate to try to catch up to the Cubs a little bit. So. I think it's almost like a foregone thing at this point. I mean, gotta try. I mean, yeah. I, I can't I- imagine... At this point right now, just going off Fangraph's expected wins for the rest of the year, the Cubs are projected to win twenty more, almost 20 more games than the Pirates. That must be really disappointing to, uh, mm-hmm. to Pirates fans. The Cubs just need their own division at this point. It's really not fair. Even <laughs> no. without Schwarber. God, I know. It's it's unreal. It really is. Like It's just... It's just almost like cartoon. Like We knew they were going to be good. We knew like three years ago like that this was going to happen. And there was like really no doubt that they're just going to be an amazing team. They had all these, all these pieces in place. They have the money. 
they have the talent and still like it's just still it's like oh my god like how is this possible yeah i mean it's pretty exciting again living in chicago it's particularly exciting just to like be a part of this energy Mm -hmm. especially while the white Sox are also good it's just fun oh yeah especially like i'm kind of like bragging a little bit but when when you live close enough to uh Really feel that like you can hear the crowd cheering when like Chris Bryant hits a home run, like what happened yesterday or the other day. And I was like, oh, I was just studying for finals, and I heard giant cheering noises. Like, oh, something happened. Hey, I'm gonna be moving to the neighborhood in less than a month. You so. will. You'll be able to share my my joy and also my pain. Yeah. Well, less the pain. <laughs> I'm a little further away than you. Yeah. And then for the main event of asking you questions. I've got a little exercise here. So, Julio Urias, Dodgers lefty, 19 years old, just came up, but he's made two starts so far, one against the Mets, one against the Cubs. And he hasn't done that well. Have you watched uh, either of uh, his games? I watched, uh, I watched some highlights. Okay. I watched some the GIFs. debut. GIFs? You mean GIFs? No, the guy who made it said it's GIFs. Okay, no, he's wrong death of the author and all that but no doesn't make any sense this is beside the point <laughs> um yeah so julio Urias is like maybe the top pitching prospect in baseball either him or lucas giolito and he's up and he's struggled and the dodgers really really need help like now mm-hmm. they're not even a playoff team right now and they they need to be in contention so Simple version of the question is, we're going to be evaluating Julio Urias, but based on other pitchers who have come up at 19. So, so like Felix Hernandez and like one other person? No, actually, really? this is interesting. If you go on Baseball References Play Index, it will lie to you about pitchers who have come up at 19. It says there's only four in the last 20 years or something. Okay. Uh, there are a lot more. So we're going to go through them. Okay. And I'm actually not sure. That's interesting. I'm not sure why Plandex doesn't get this. Uh, for example, if you do the search on Plandex, Rich Garces, who pitched five innings in 1991, comes up. But Madison Bumgarner, who pitched 10 innings at 19 in 2009, doesn't show up. And I'm not sure why. So we're going to go, and you're going to tell me whether or not you think Julio Urias, for his career, will be better or worse than the player. And for some of these active players, it'll be, you know, so far. So we're okay. going to start with the most recent teenager to come up, and that's Dylan Bundy. Better. <laughs> Next person. Uh, you, you're, you're done on Dylan Bundy? You think he's... I'm not done, but um, <laughs> I'm kind of... My love <laughs> for Dylan Bundy at one point was just like, it was almost like your Harper level, because I was just like, your love for Bryce Harper is completely rational, and yeah. like if you if I came over to your apartment and there was a poster of him above your bed, I would not like blink. I'd almost be surprised if there wasn't. But my love for Bundy was just like completely irrational. I just wanted him to be good. I don't know why. He's not I just good. I on to him. But he's only twenty three still. Mm-hmm. You still you still just you're taking the over yeah. on. I'll on take. Bundy. Yeah, I'll take the un, the almost unknown. Okay. So the next is 2009 was Madison Bumgarner, who obviously is a star. Uh, I'll say worse. Okay. Do you think Madison Bumgarner continues 
to be a top 10 pitcher in baseball for a number of years. If his left arm doesn't fall off. No. Uh, okay. Next is uh, King Felix in 2005. Worse. I mean, yeah, Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. So, um, the interesting thing is that Bundy and Madison Bumgarner and a couple other guys we're gonna I'm gonna name basically just came up for a cup of coffee at 19. Okay. But Felix was up for real. Like he was, he was a a 19 year old slaying. So. Did you just say slaying? Slaying. He was oh. slaying. Christ. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I don't know why you're making fun of my vocab it's it's king felix it could be whatever adjective i want or verb that's a verb wow Fair enough geez you're a mess I, i'm a human disaster mm-hmm. all right so here's another unlikely name that no articles are talking about espn messed this up everyone messed this up but in 2003 a 19 year old edwin jackson pitched 22 innings worse no 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 better better sorry put up half a win at 19 better than edwin jackson yeah. Yeah, probably. I like that Edwin Jackson has stuck around so long, though. I like that the Cubs are still playing Edwin Jackson. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's less fun, but... <laughs> he, uh, he's got an ERA of 5.91 this year. Pretty sure he just got DFA, too. Did he really? I think so. Something like that. R.I.P. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. DFA on Tuesday. Oh, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Now it gets interesting, because... In, in 1999, there were two teenage pitchers. One was Matt Riley, who I'm sure you've never heard of. Nope. He came up for the Orioles, and he pitched a total of 97 innings in the majors. It was out of the game by 26. And at age 19, he was terrible for 10 innings. So this is basically like just a bust. This is the first real bust on the list. I guess you think Bundy's a bust, but... Not quite, but for time will tell. Can't say yet. So better than Matt Riley? Yeah. Okay. Just based on the fact that I have no idea who Matt Riley was 45 seconds ago. Fair enough. Uh, the other 1999 teenager was Rick Ankeel. Uh, I'm going to go with better. Yeah. Maybe a worse hitter, but... I'll Rick Ankeel was a... Uh... Not bad when he came up, either. Yeah, I'll say better. Okay. Yeah, this is a lot easier than I thought it would be. <laughs> Alright, and then there are not interesting people. So, like, 1991, it was Todd Van Poppel, who's terrible, and Rich Garces, who's terrible. But then it's interesting, so, like, how about Dwight Gooden? Mmm. You know what? I'll say better. Wow, bold. Yeah, I gotta get bold. That's fair. I'm pretty sure I did say worse than Bumgarner, but then better than Gooden. <laughs> so, I don't know where that makes sense, but... Uh, I mean, that you just might be high on Bumgarner. That could be. Dwight Gooden really just had the one season. He had two seasons, really. Three, four, four. Four really good seasons. His first two seasons, 8.3, 8.9, then there was a 6, and then a 6.8. We're, okay. uh, oh, we're looking at different pages, too. Yeah, I'm on fan graphs. I'm on BR. He put okay. up 12 wins by baseball reference at his age 20 season. Did I just say, okay. Well, it's too late to change it, so whatever. You said too late to change it. I'll stick by my guns. I'll say better. Okay. Career? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Dwight Gooden kind of fell off after 94. After 93, so. Yeah. All right. Next is Brett Saberhagen. 
Who? Brett Saberhagen. Okay, I'll say better. You know who Brett Saberhagen is, right? I probably do. Okay. He was a better pitcher than Dwight Gooden, probably. Really? <laughs> he won two Cy Youngs. Wow. Okay. I'll Please say, look I'll up Brett Saberhagen. I'll wait. I I'll wait right for you to look him up. Okay, wow. This guy was... You know, this was before my time, okay? By the time he was done being good, I wasn't even... I was born. It is funny. I think we skew a lot younger than probably... Yeah, like everyone else in... In baseball? Yeah. yeah. Like, or in baseball journalism? Is what we do journalism? I don't know. I don't know. I just... We talk. Yeah. Then most baseball pundits, I would say, we are a lot Okay. Younger. I need an answer. Uh, I'll say better. Okay. Are you sticking with uh, Madison Bumgarner being better than these people? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And the last one I want to talk about, so going back to 1980, is someone he's been compared to a lot already, which is Fernando Valenzuela. Okay. Um, I feel like I've kind of like already... You might have dug he's... yourself into a hole here. Yeah, I'll say better. Yeah. Do you think that... I'm curious to know, like, how long you think that Julio Urias is going to pitch. How many innings? How many years? Because he's 19, and, you know, we've seen we've seen young pitchers come up and not work out after, you know, three, four years because they just get totally gassed. And we've seen King Felix, who, you know, doesn't have the stuff he used to have, but is still a Cy Young-worthy pitcher. So... You think he's going to fall on the ladder into that spectrum? You think he's going to be good for a long time? Or you think I, he's going to be really good for a while? I think with just how cautious the Dodgers have been with him, he hasn't pitched longer than five innings. And I think, like, he faced 23 batters against the Cubs, and it's, like, the most he's faced, like, in his career or something like that. Yeah. So I think just given, like, how just little mileage is on his arm already and how, I mean, they don't need him, I guess, yeah. I mean, the Dodgers will need them to be good this year if they want to make the playoffs. I mean, their odds for making the playoffs are good, but they're not going to... They'd rather save his arm than make the playoffs. Probably. I mean, if he's going to be as good as you say he is. Mm-hmm. I'll so, say 12 years. 12, okay. Do you think well, he's good this year? Well, that puts him at, like... That puts him, like, 31. I don't know. Oh, that's true. Wow. I mean, if he has 12 years of, you know... Koufax. Yeah. I which I know. doubt. So many Dodger lefties. I'll just say 12. I think 12 is a good number. I will say 17. Okay. it's a lot. Uh, yeah. I guess. Okay. I sure. guess. Okay, I'll say. I'm not I'll, being very consistent with my evaluation of him. I'm going to hedge. I'm going to say 17 or 6. Okay. That's a terrible answer because it's just like covering all my bases. Because I think he'll either burn out or, you know, be mm-hmm. a star. Or at least, you know, he could be Edward Jackson. Edward Jackson's <laughs> still around. That's true. And he could play for a long time without, you know, being better than Dwight Gooden. I'm friend with my 12. Do you think he's going to be good at the major league level this year? Mm, like above replacement level good? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he'll face the Rockies. I'm sure he'll pitch against the Rockies. I'm sure he'll pitch against the Padres. Maybe he'll pitch against the Braves once, so yeah. And his stuff looks good. I mean, he's sitting 95, going up to 97. Mm-hmm. He's throwing a lot of fastballs, though. Maybe that's part of the problem, is that he's thinking he could get away with just challenging people with fastballs, but these are major league hitters, mm-hmm. and he's, he can't do that. 
He's got an insane uh, strikeout rate in AAA this year. It's like 30%. He's just killing it. He's also 19, and it makes me feel very poorly about how my life has been going so far. I shouldn't yeah, do he, that. He tore up AAA. Yeah. So I got to imagine he's going he's gonna to come around. I don't know. August Fagerstrom wrote a thing on Fangraphs about over I'm actually reading that right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was pretty good. The, the conclusion is basically, you know, he's 19. Yeah. It's, it happens. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've just been seeing a lot of, you know, baseball Twitter and bloggers thinking, oh, they got to demote him now. He's not the savior they need. But I think that's mostly the L.A. market thing of just hyper scrutiny. Because yeah. uh, I think he's going to be pretty good. I think Dylan Bundy's going to be good, too. Just, you know. I'm excited about him. I'm excited about the... Uh, prospects come up i think a lot of people were worried it's going to be like such a down year for young talent because last year was historic yeah we got spoiled we really did get spoiled and nothing's going to be like that but mm-hmm. i think Reyes will be good i think trey turner will be really good yeah we don't have any uh huge prospect first games to go to together this i know because we saw chris bryant last year we did saw him whiff over and over again <laughs> yeah okay you got anything else um I'm going to think of something once we stop recording, but I'll just say now. Okay. I think that's all for us this week. I want to thank Jake Jenkins for our new theme song that we're going to be using every week. Mm-hmm. Please, like, go listen to his music on SoundCloud. He's more talented than us. Yeah, check out Jake it, Jenkins on SoundCloud. I'll put a um, I'll put a link in the podcast episode, too. Mm-hmm. If you hate us, at least give him a shot, because he's more talented than both of us. I don't know. I'm pretty talented. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we're done. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.